All right, thank you for joining us on this side today. This is Phil Park Ministries Podcast, and this is the time when we take a quick topic and we'll look at it to know a little bit about it within the couple of minutes we have here. But by the way, if you miss the YouTube Live, I will encourage you to go on the YouTube and uh, Phil Park Ministries YouTube page and look for the power of the anointing. It is the real whole package of the message, but on this side though, you will get to enjoy a little bit of it, and then you can go watch the rest on, the, uh, on that side. But the topic for us on this part is the importance of the anointing, the importance of the anointing. And to help us, um, you know, explain this briefly is none other than Reverend Eric Gregory. Sir, thank you so much for making this podcast uh, a wonderful one for us today. Thank you so much, sir. All right, so we're going to be looking at the importance of the anointing. And my question to you is, what is the importance of the anointing? Over to you, sir. Every Christian has the anointing. You can't be a Christian and not be anointed. If you are saved, you have the anointing and you possess it. You own it. It is there. The anointing is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit is designed to do His work in your life. God has turned everything in history over to His Son. It is only by you bringing glory to the Son that the Spirit kicks on. Jesus privately and publicly must be able to be exalted in your life. Give the anointing a chance. Put it first. I'm going to share four points with you today. Point one, Jesus is preaching in the kingdom. Preaching the kingdom in Acts 1 and 3. Here in Acts 1 verses 1 through 8, Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and he has come to the conclusion of his 40-day window between his resurrection and ascension. Ascension. He comes to meet with his followers and disciples. And when he comes to them, he gathers with them. He tells them more about the kingdom of God in verse 3. There is a discussion about the kingdom. The book of Acts is about the kingdom. The kingdom that is to come and Jesus' millennial reign over the whole earth from Jerusalem where he will rule the entire planet. In the manifestation of the kingdom as is, Jesus will physically return and rule. In the meantime, he has birthed the church to be his kingdom, rep the kingdom representatives, until he comes modeling and manifesting the presence of the kingdom in the midst of the culture. So he, Jesus, here is teaching them concerning the kingdom of God. That's what verse 3 says. The teachings is about the kingdom. So Jesus said here in verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and the end of the earth. Jesus talks to them about the power. Jesus has left behind in his absence the person of the Holy Spirit and the power that accompanies that person. One of the most misunderstood, mis and 
underutilized aspects of the Holy Spirit is the understanding of his power. The Holy Spirit is not a ghost, or a wind, or a fire, or a dove. He is often symbolized by those things, but doesn't. But don't minimize him. That ain't who he is. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Not third because he's the least in value. Just third because he's the last to be revealed to us in the pages of the scripture. For all the power, all the glory, and all the authority, and all the grandeur of God the Father is in the person of the Holy Spirit. Which means if you are a believer, the Holy Spirit lives in you. That means all the grandeur and all of the greatness, all the authority of God himself now lives on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Point two, he is proclaiming them the kingdom rule of God here in Galatians 3.27. He says here, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You need to be clothed with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. If you are not clothed with the with your uniform of the of Christ, don't expect to receive the power. Your uniform is still hanging up in your closet at home. Attend up. The soldier is easily identified by the uniform he or she wears. You are not wearing Jesus Christ. Visually, publicly, or lovingly identifying with Jesus Christ. If you can't be identified as a follower of Jesus Christ or his kingdom rule, then he will not share with you the kingdom power. The job of the Holy Spirit is to take heaven and bring it to earth and empower you with it. Hallelujah. So God's residence is in you. Upon you will become visible with you. Point three, you need to understand how to apply the power of the anointing in your life while you are waiting for him, Jesus Christ, to come back. Here it tells us in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. You must understand God's kingdom is a different realm, a realm of talking, walking, thinking, acting, relating, and perceiving. The problem is you need power to operate in this different realm. It is not the realm you're used to. See, we grow up in the world of the five senses. You now belong to a new kingdom. You need to know how to use the power in it. The Holy Spirit's job is to, is to kingdomize you. Jesus is teaching about the kingdom. He wants to kingdomize you with the power, the ability to live out the kingdom principles. The question is how do I get this power working. Let's take a look at it. John 16 verses 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will de declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me and he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. 
So you see here, the power we receive from the Spirit is given to the Spirit from the Son. And the Spirit which is given to the Son is received from the Father. So, what does that tell you about, about this Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit process? Comparing it to the analogy of our computers and networks today, the Father gives it to the Son. The Son gives it to the Spirit. And the Spirit gives it to you. If you are not in sync with the Son, you will not get the Spirit. It's the Spirit's job to give it to you. But to give you what? He says in John chapter 16, verse 13, and John chapter 14 and 6, And when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, the Spirit will only transfer truth. Let's say it again. The Spirit will only transfer truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you are not operating in the word of God, you are not working on truth. The moment you detour from the scriptures, you have canceled the transfer you have. You have unplugged the electricity. You have cut the line because the spirit only deals with the truth. Here in John 14 and 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Everything that you are looking for can be found in him. All of your questions can be answered by him. Don't look to the world for the answers you see. Turn to him while he may be found. Whatever it takes, turn to God while you still have the opportunity. I am the truth means Jesus is the word of God personified. He is God's revealer. That is, he reveals the truth and he is the source of all truth. As God's disciples, we are to speak the truth, walk in the truth, and to believe in the truth. And Jesus says in John chapter 17, 17, thy word is the truth. So you leave scripture, you leave truth. You leave truth, you leave the Holy Spirit. You leave the Spirit, you leave the power. So a, a lot of Christians aren't experiencing the power of the Spirit, Holy Spirit, because they have left truth or mixing it. Of mixing the truth. A lot of Christians go into church on Sundays and they get the word and they, and they take it with them. And when they leave, they dip the word into human wisdom. They dip the word into human opinion. They dip the word into I said, my friend said, my mother said, the media said. And they wonder why the word isn't working because truth has been compromised. In Mark 7 verse 13, the word says, you nullify the word with the traditions of men. In John 16 and 14, the second thing he, he, Jesus says, he will speak of me, he will glorify me. The Spirit will glorify me. The Holy Spirit's goal is to make a big deal of Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus says in John 15 and 16, I want you to abide with me. I want you to hang out with me, abide with me. You must be identified with me. You, want, you, won't, you won't hear me, the Holy Spirit, talking about God. You will hear the Holy Spirit talking about Christ. The Holy Spirit glorifies Christ. So it is your connection with Christ 
that enables the Holy Spirit. Not only in your talk, but your walk. And he begins to engage with you. Every Christian has gotten hooked up to the power plant of the Holy Spirit. But every Christian, even though they've gotten hooked up, haven't flipped the switch because they don't have the visible and verbal sight and sound of identification and glorification of Jesus Christ. The word glorify means to amplify, to put on display, to market, to means, to, to highlight. To glorify means to explain to the level where it's not unmistakable. Our identification with Jesus Christ. The written and the living word gives us access to the work of the Holy Spirit. So, the more you seek Christ based on the word, the more power will take place. And what will happen? He said, you will be my witness in verse 8. There will be, you will need, here's what you need to know. If you have been empowered by the Holy Spirit, you will be a clear-cut public representative of Jesus Christ. He says in Acts 1 and 8, you shall be Jesus' witness. When you get empowered, your testimonial will come out. Visible and verbally, you shall be Jesus' witness. Because it's natural. When you have switched kingdoms and the Holy Spirit is all on you, because you have identified with Christ, you shall be a witness. God wants fruit from you. It is when you bear fruits that reveal the nature and character of God that God is glorified. When you bear the fruits of the kingdom of God, then you are fulfilling God's purpose for your creation, and God is consequently glorified. Unfortunately, we want to force people to represent Jesus, and they don't fully understand the kingdom that they have switched to. They don't have the power to represent him. How can you give testimony on an earthly king when you can't say anything about the king of kings and the lords of lords? You must have the power to open your mouth about someone who, who is here today and gone tomorrow, but you don't have the power to represent Jesus Christ, the king of kings and the lords of lords, who died on the cross for you, who rose from the dead for you, who's coming back for you providing you an external home in heaven and that you rule with him on earth. Are you telling me that you're ashamed of your candidate that has already won? Okay, there is power available. The Holy Ghost power. It is available to you no matter what your background or how weak you are. The Holy Spirit is available to lift you like helium in your life. Lift you out of defeat. Lift you out of addiction. Lift you out of your cursing tongue. Lift you out of the lack of sexual identity clarification. Lift you out of any type of bondage you may be currently experiencing. He may use people or he may use a process and through the people. He uses different ways to bring you out. But sometimes he uses himself. But he will do it. Because that's how powerful he is. Jesus has a hookup to heaven. And he's got plenty of power that he wants to deliver through your limited humanity and mind. I remember as a young boy in Alexandria, Virginia, 
when the fire department would open the fire hydrants and release the water. The children would play in the water as it hissed out of the hydrant to cool off in the hot sun. So the power of heaven gushes forth water from the fire hydrant. But you have to be connected through the word in relationship with Jesus Christ so his power will gush forth. And when it does, other people will get wet. Because when you get that much power, you can't keep it to yourself.